I come to love me. You're gonna love me. Say you're gonna love me. Say you're gonna love me. You're gonna love me. You're gonna love me. Say you're gonna love me. Let him have it. Let him have it. Say you're gonna love me. You're gonna love me. You're gonna love me. Love me. Okay, Switch. You're listening to Aerial View worldwide on the internet. What kind of radio show is this? I heard his voice on the tape and it really put the hook in there. Many, many times. Shortwave, both the flight approach and the host. Stay in New Jersey and I don't care who you are. Chris, you get out of here. Let's talk. I'm sick of talking. Stop I know how to talk to people. That's clear as a mother's old bell. You might have this man go on the air, deliver a coded message. Responsibility. Come on, Show the man your power, big. Blast him! Give him some of that tone! <laughs> Showtime! Won't you smile while the kids listen? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience. Very auspicious beginning. Sure, the talk show. You know, people phone in and make a beef. Oh, what about? Whatever happens to bug you, that's what you talk about. Sometimes he agrees with the caller, other times he sets him straight. You see the beautiful flowers you brought me? Do you love me? I've got a note. <laughs> You're wonderful. 
you know, the urge to wedlock and form a lasting monogamous bond, sanctified by ritual, it's pretty universal. Find your soulmate. Find your soulmate. Soulmate? I love her. And you? I love him very much. And that's a lot for a couple of godless, soulless robots. It was done for you! It was done for your betterment! It was done out of love! We show girls love on Valentine's Day, and they let us blow stuff up on the 4th of July. I just pray they never fall on the same day. Happy Valentine's Day, Pawnee. For me, it is not happy. But don't let my sadness diminish your night. I love you, Christopher. You like to have your intimate friends approve of and love you for what you are. This desire to be loved does not amount to a psychosis. Finally, some good news. It doesn't. It doesn't amount to a psychosis. What do you know? It's me, Chris T., here on thehoundnyc.com. Every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, a brand new aerial view that you can call. 760-422-5528-760. I call AV is the number here. It is Valentine's Day. We've got a special Valentine's Day edition. Because, you know, I believe when you're working in talk radio, you go for the low-hanging fruit. And in this case, that's a show about love and dating. Something uh, I've learned a thing or two about over the years. And I'll share that with you. But I also want you to share your knowledge with us about love and dating. Who do you love? As uh, Bo Diddley once Famously asked, and and what about your dating career? Is your dating career still on? Is it over? Do you remember with fondness your dating career? Or are you like, oh my god, I can't can't believe some of the people I dated. Do you fall more more in that category? That's what I'd like to know. 760-422-5528. 760-422-5528. That also spells 760-I-CALL-AV, as in Aerial View. And yes, you can call Aerial View. We're live on the air for a solid hour every Friday. Then the show replays on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. here on thehoundnyc.com. And then, well, it becomes a podcast somewhere in between those two things. Some Sometime between 7 p.m. Friday and 6 p.m. Tuesday, all times Eastern, it becomes a podcast available wherever you get podcasts. And uh, the primary place most people get podcasts nowadays is Apple Podcasts. They kind of created the whole podcasting thing. So just search for Aerial View there. It's also on the Google Play Music app. Look for it there. You could also find me on SoundCloud and Spotify and Stitcher and sometimes YouTube if they don't give me some kind of reason for not putting it up on YouTube and also Acast. A-C-A-S-T. It carries the little mini website for the program. This show also has a Facebook page and here's the easy way to do it. FB.me 
slash call aerial view. And uh, I have my own Facebook page on there as well as Chris Sackis. No one can spell it. No one can pronounce it. That's my name. There ought to be a jingle for that. No one can spell it. No one can pronounce it. That's my name. Something like that. You don't know how many hours of my life I've lost spelling my name and pronouncing my name. Because, you know, the T is silent, confuses the living hell out of everybody. They try all kinds of things to Sackus, Sakus, Taskus. And then when you spell it for them, you can spell it over and over again. T-S-A-K-I-S. They'll get to the A, and then they'll ask you what's next. Never fails. T-S-A-K-I-S. I, was, I, I, I think sometimes the last name is a curse, in a way. Something my father left me with as a burden to shoulder. Oh, it's not nearly as big a burden as what other people carry through life. Believe me, I know. You know, it doesn't rate on a, on a scale that includes anti-Semitism and racism and uh, corruption and greed. More and more, I, I begin to think we're living in the end times. But then I realize I'm just living in my end times. You know? You, uh, you out there, you might be around for a long time. You're young. You're full of piss and vinegar. You're going to be around for a minute. Me? I don't know. Let me, check, let me just check the dipstick. Hang on a second. I mean, if I get another 30 years out of this thing, that'd be something. Tw- I'd settle for 20 years at this point. It's all going so fast. It's already February 14th. How did that happen? I don't know. Just move. It's just moving right along. It's just... What do you do with that? You can't slow it down. You can't stop it. You can't make it stand still for a minute. Sure, you could be here now. That doesn't mean you could stop time. That just means enjoy the present moment because no other moments are guaranteed to you. Not a single moment. Not a next breath. Memento Mori. Mori who? Is it Mori or Mori? Someone who knows more about Latin than me should call 760-422-5528. We're also asking, who do you love? And uh, what about your dating career? Is it? Would you say it's over? Or is it still ongoing? I know one dude my age, still dating. Says to me, last time I see him, he says, I just want to fall in love one more time. Just one more time. I just want to know what that's like. One more time. And I'm like, that'll probably happen. I'm sure that'll happen. Why not? Me, I've fallen in love for the last time. I fell in love in 2005, October. And uh, since then, I've known the transforming nature of love. I always doubted when people would talk about it poets would write about it but if you end up with the the right person for you you could feel it too 
what it means to be loved and to return love. To give love and to get love. To have love and to need love. And it is, uh, it's better, I'll tell you what, than what I experienced for many, many years. By far. It's, uh, it's what makes life worth living. Love is really uh, the only thing that will save us in the end. I, I do believe that. Whenever I would hear people say things like that, I would think they were naive. Whoever they were. You name them. The Pope. John Lennon. Nipsey Russell. Whoever might have said it. Doesn't matter. I would always, in my mind, I'd be like, Yeah, right. Love. Yeah. Love. But it's true. So right now we're living through a time of hate. We're living through a time of deep, deep hatred. The, the love... Where did the love go, as the song said? Where did the love... Lo- where did the love go? We are living through a very hateful time. <sighs> Wait a minute, I got some breaking news, so let's just uh, check it out. Let's see what news is breaking as Aerial View is on the air here on the HoundNYC.com. Dozens of accusers emerge after Andrew Yang's wife reveals sexual assault. Huh? I did not know that. Uh, It says here, Amelia Heckman trusted Dr. Robert Haddon, a fashion model in her late 20s. She found herself chatting casually about her family and career with the OBGYN at Columbia University's prestigious hospital system, who showed her photos of his wife and daughters. Hmm. Ah. She could catch him for appointments around her erratic schedule. She received free birth control from him. Quote, I felt comfortable asking him any questions I had about my health, Heckman, now 36, said in an interview with CNN. He was so open. But every once in a while, according to her interview and court documents, he would startle her with an inappropriate question or comment, asking about the quality of her sex life or saying, quote, your boyfriend is so lucky to have you, unquote. She says the comments also came during exams. Quote, he would be crazy to lose you your perfection, unquote. And then it took a turn from the simply inappropriate to the unacceptable. Uh, apparently, Heckman, last patient of the day, the doctor told the nurse she can go home. She left reluctantly, looking troubled. Now it was just the doctor at Heckman, whose feet were in the stirrups and legs were draped. Harren dipped his head, hadn't dipped his head out of view and licked her, she said. At, quote, at first it was gloves on and all of that, and then it transitioned to no gloves, a tongue, and a beard, and I recoiled. What the, what the fuck is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? What is wrong with you, doctor? What is wrong with you? It's horrifying. Throw that person in jail for a really long time. But maybe if he's a friend of the president... It won't even matter. I think they went. They, they were being. They were being mean to him, and I'm the president. I know. Listen, I don't do a Trump impression. I'm sorry. I'm not even gonna try. 
Oh, that was the breaking news on a, on my Valentine's Day show. Oh my God! All I now all I could think is like this guy was probably probably giving everybody an STD. He was probably crawling with God knows what. So you know, not only is he sexually assaulting people, but now he's giving them some kind of sexually transmitted disease. It isn't that kind of. It's not what VD stands for. Today it's Valentine's Day, and I want to hear from you on. Who do you love? And and about your dating career. Would you say it's over? Would you say it's done? Have you have you put a fork in it? Is what I want to know. This is the houndmyc.com where you can hear a uh, new hound howl every Sunday. 3 p.m. Eastern time, and then uh, it's followed by Crashing the Party with Mark and Miriam. 5 p.m. Eastern to do up Chop Shop of the Air. News to report. Ah, screw it. I'm not this, I'm not using the teletype for this. Forget it, Charlie. Put the teletype back. I don't need it for this. But there is news, and that is that there is now a Hound Howl podcast available on Apple Podcasts and on the Google Play Music app and store. And a matter of fact, if you go to thehoundnyc.com, up there in the menu bar, you'll see a new entry, namely podcast. If you click on that, it'll take you to uh, the podcast page where you can click through and subscribe. It's very easy to do. And so now you can take the hound, the new hound howl shows with you wherever you go, wherever you are. And once we figure out how to get Alexa to, to play them, we'll work that out too. To hell with it. Going for we're going for all of the marbles, all of the marbles. But the, this show is a live phone-in talk show. I first started doing Aero View in 1989. Some say I should stop now, but I'm still doing it. And uh, you could call here at seven six zero. I call AV seven six zero four two two. Five five two eight. I'd like to hear from you about who do you love, and is your dating career now over, or are you still dating? Well, if you're like again, if you if you're young, sure. But this dude I was talking to a few weeks ago, not young anymore, really, my age. But you know, he's he's like a serial dater. I don't know what else to call it. And lamenting that he may never be in love again. It's a powerful thing. It is. Powerful thing. And I hope everybody gets the experience at some point. I think I'm in love. So before the breaking news, I was uh, talking about the hate that has consumed this nation. That uh, if you're not paying attention, maybe uh, I need to draw your attention to the fact that um, hate crimes are up, way up in this country. In New Jersey, believe it or not, came in at number five on the list of uh, places with the most active like white supremacist stuff going on been a lot of white supremacist stuff. 
happening in New Jersey with posters and uh, flyers underneath people's windshield wipers. And uh, There's something called, I believe, the New Jersey European Heritage Association. That sounds like a lot of fun, huh? And uh, I was reading today about how we're living in this era of just rapacious greed where everybody is taking with two hands and corporations essentially run everything and we all we all get the shaft is what it comes down to because we don't have the power you don't have the power unfortunately unless you have wealth you don't have any power you'd like to think you do but you don't and so I wonder how we take this plane and we pull it out of its dive, the dive that it's in now, because it's in a dive, as far as I'm concerned. And if you don't think so and you don't feel so, um, I wish I could be you for just a few, just a few minutes. I wish I could know what that feels like to think that this is all okay, everything that's going on nowadays, from the top on down, because, you know, From the top on down, it's bad. To me, it's bad. But then I think of the people who think it's good. And I and I I just wonder how do how do how do they do that? How do they how do they get around all of this stuff in their minds? I mean, how do they get around the the president saying he has a legal right to interfere in federal criminal cases? How do they get around that? How do they get around this this enemies list, this uh, vengeance tour that's on right now, that's happening? How do they get around all of it? How do they justify it in their minds? I mean, are they are their businesses doing better? Are they paying less in taxes? Are they happy that the gas prices haven't gone up? I mean, what what is it? Is it just putting a thumb in the eye of the so-called elites, the the libtards that does it for you, that allows you to look the other way with all this stuff that goes on? And I'm not just talking about the shattering of norms. I mean, you know, norms, they're great. And, you know, what's going to end up happening? And maybe the current crop doesn't understand this but when when they're no longer in power when there is a democratic president and there will be one again if it's uh next year if it's five years from now four years from now this if this human pile of garbage gets a second term who knows but it's there will be a democrat in the office again and when that democrat colors outside of the lines as the expression goes, then what are you going to say? How are you going to, st- where are you going to stand morally? What could you possibly say? What objection could you possibly give after what we've witnessed these last four years? And you know, my friend Keith Hartel, who's a regular guest on this program and will be again. Um, by the way, next week I will not be here. There will be a aerial view archive from, uh, from last year at this time. Actually, from February 22nd, 2019. 
So that'll be next Friday because I'll be in San Diego and I have more to say about that in a moment. But let me let me keep pulling on this thread because, you know, I say this and you've heard me say this. If you've listened to Aerial View for any length of time, I, I used to talk to truck drivers for a living every day for 12 years on the satellite radio. And uh, a lot of them follow me over on my Facebook page, on my personal Facebook page. And then some of them found their way to Aerial View, found out I was back on the air, on the internet, I guess, and uh, started listening to the program. One of them might be listening right now. Hello, truck driver. We sure do appreciate the difficult job you do. Nobody out there really understands, but I get it. I get it. After talking to you for a dozen years, I get it. It's a lousy job. Lousy. Uh, some of you enjoy it and like driving around and seeing the country and you like the quote-unquote freedom, but but come on. The majority of you would always say the same thing. It's not like it used to be. It's different now. Everybody's got their eyes on us all the time. Everybody's got their hand in our pockets. And people can't drive to save their lives. I get it. And, um, you know, now that I'm looking for work and, and, and I'm freelancing and I'm independent, whatever you want to call it, but uh, the thought of a full-time job may be in my past. It may not happen again because what I do now is like I'm contracted. A company says, hey, we'd like you to work for six months on this project. We'd like you to work for nine months on that project. And I'm like, okay. And in the meanwhile, I have some downtime. I do some stuff that I'd like to do. I do some writing, some audio stuff. I volunteer. It's like some weird half-assed semi-early retirement. I don't know how to describe it. But a friend of mine the other day was saying, hey, you know, maybe you could still do something with truck drivers. Maybe you could figure out a way there's a guy... And he does a thing, and maybe there's a podcast, and maybe you can go and talk to truck drivers again. And I, and I, and I said, I don't, I don't think I could, honestly. I don't think I can. I, not now. Not with uh, Donald Trump as president. It's just, I can't, I can't do it. Uh, sure, there are some that don't really care for him and and but then there's a lot that do see and what are you going to do what am I going to do I'm going to go to San Diego tomorrow Sweet T and I getting on a plane in the morning I'm already trying to chill out because I know that now, especially now, with the coronavirus, coronavirus, that uh, everyone's going to be acting especially weird at the airport. Science has proven that people really can't gauge a threat all that well, and they don't, they overreact to things that may not be as much of a threat as other things. For instance, and forgive me if you've heard this this week, but hey, it's worth repeating. It bears repeating. We've lost like 8,500 people in the last year 
to the flu, the common issue flu. And people don't get flu shots because you have all those anti-vaxxers out there and anti... Oh, God. Those people. Oh, God. Um, but they're freaking out about the coronavirus. They're freaking out. And, you know, Newark, Newark, New Jersey, where we fly out of, is, is one of the clearing centers in the United States. It's like one of 11 centers, mostly airports, where people can be processed that are coming from China, mainland China. And uh, so I, I, I'm just bracing myself already for what we're going to see at the airport tomorrow and the people that are going to be freaking out and the ones who are going to be wearing masks. And I mean, it's ordinarily a horrible process. You know, traveling, flying, it's, it's ordinarily enough to really work on your last nerve. And, uh, you know, I know people who, before they fly, they get high or they figure out something else some other way. To bear it all. I just couldn't do that. I can't. I, I just... I just don't think it would work for me. I think I would be paranoid or otherwise just find my mellow getting harsh constantly. So I, I'm trying a new tack. I'm basically saying, you know, like I've been reading the Stoics lately. I've been reading some Stoic philosophy lately. Trying to figure out what... The Stoics say they're, you know, you you could control two things, your thoughts and your actions, right? And everything else is a whole long list of other shit that you can't control. You can't control other people, you can't control what they do, you can't control whether they like you or not. And then the other thing they say is that um, the appearance of things is not really the thing. Like, you really have to drill down. You really have to ask yourself, why am I reacting this way to this, you know? You got to put some distance between you and the thing, the appearance of the thing. You got to take some time. And, and that's that's a tough one for me. I mean, I, the other one I get fairly quickly, the idea of the, you know, things you can control and things you can't, but it's tougher. The appear this one about the appearance of things because th- in my life I know I have reacted poorly to things that have gone on and taken them personally and otherwise had a bad reaction and and when people would say to me oh you're being too sensitive you're just too sensitive I I would say to myself am I really wait a minute am I really too sensitive really or are you just a clod? Good Mad Magazine word that. Clod. You clod. That's probably on the side of uh, Joe Biden's bus, by the way. Oh, Joe. Joe. But I, I, I would prefer to say, instead of saying too sensitive, I would prefer to say that I just overreacted. And, and we could argue about whether or not they're the same thing. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. The number here is 760-422-5528-760. I call AV on the air for another 27 minutes or so on this Valentine's Day. Would love to hear from you about who do you love and your dating career and whether or not it is over. 
Maybe it's still happening as we speak. Maybe you're on a date right now. Why don't you call from your date? 760-I-CALL-AV. And uh, this program replays on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And then in between this show and that show, there's a podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Also, speaking of podcasts, there's a new Hound Howl podcast. Search Hound Howl on uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music. Could it be any more confusing? Shouldn't it just be like Google Podcasts or something? I don't get it. Or you could go to the houndnyc.com at the top of the page, click on Podcasts, and you'll be taken to a page where you can then uh, go to either Apple Podcasts or Google Play Music and subscribe, sign up. Don't forget at 5 p.m., Easter time on Sundays, it's crashing the party with Mark and Marion. The doo-wop chop shop of the air. And uh, let's see. Have I gotten everything I wanted to get to tonight? There wasn't really a plan because I've been rushing around the last few days getting ready for this trip to San Diego. It's been a minute since uh, we've been in San Diego. We went there uh, God knows how many years ago, five years ago, six years ago. Ended up on Coronado Island. Didn't really stay. Might have stayed one night. Then we got the hell out of there. So we didn't see much of San Diego. We're hoping to. This time there might even be a trip into Tijuana. Who knows? Although I'm sure with this coronavirus, that's also a nightmare. Going to Tijuana. We might just sit in the house that we rented with the shades drawn. Watch TV. There you go. There's your vacation. Weather's going to be lovely there. It's going to be around 70. I can handle that. Right now, it's 28 degrees where I am in the Hawk. And everybody is out of the restaurant with their honey. Getting some dinner. Uh, we had sandwiches home tonight because we got we to gotta get up early and get the hell out of here. And already I'm nervous about leaving Roger the cat. But uh, thank God we've got a good cat sitter. That's what you need in life. I told you Violet passed on, right? So it's just Roger these days. But uh, he's resilient. He'll be fine. That's what I keep telling myself. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. And the number here is 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. Take time from your busy day and dial a a phone-in talk show. What do you say? Just give a call. You know, my favorite thing about doing talk radio, the reason I wanted to do talk radio, and the reason I stuck with it, and the reason I did it professionally, is because I enjoyed talking to people. See, All kinds of people. Didn't matter who you were. There was some commonality there. Just the human experience. We We could find some common ground and talk. And that was always enjoyable just to see what other people were about, what they were like, what they thought, what they felt, what they did, what they enjoyed. And uh, if you would like to call and be human, 760-422-5528, 760-I-CALL-AV on this Valentine's Day edition of Aerial View.
so uh, let me go back. Let me review for just a moment. What did we talk about? Oh, yeah, we're living through an age of hate right now. And I can't wait for it to be over. It's just too much. You know, who needs it? It's too much. Let's stop already. We're not like this. This isn't who we are. And I can't, I really just can't deal with it anymore. I'm, I'm just, talk about fatigue. I just, and then you add the coronavirus on top of it. And it's like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose my mind. And I'm just here to tell you, I'm not the person who bought the $202 million lottery ticket, winning lottery ticket in Edison, New Jersey. That wasn't me. I know the person is, is hoping to remain anonymous, and there's a new law now in New Jersey where you can remain anonymous if you want, because people find out you won, I think the cash value of this ticket, what you could actually walk away with, is $143 million. Not too shabby. I would, I would take that in a heartbeat. I would take a tenth of that, really. But you imagine that someone laid $143 million in your lap in one fell swoop, as they say. Oh, my God. And, you know, I was standing behind a guy the other day, bought $90 worth of lottery tickets. Hey, maybe it was him. No, that wasn't in Edison. I haven't been in Edison, New Jersey in a while. I rarely go there. Uh, But can you imagine... Can you imagine? In one fell swoop, now overnight, your life is completely and totally and utterly different. Although, who knows? Maybe the person who won was like a billionaire. That would be the best. Some billionaire. And like billionaires, they're not, they're not, they're not playing the lottery, are they? I don't think so. But that wasn't me. I'm just telling you. Just telling you. We've got a few minutes left here in the program. 20 minutes left. Let's get one phone call in here. I know there's one of you out there just itching to give a call to 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. And maybe you've been listening for a few weeks now and you haven't called yet. Tonight would be the night because it's really it's a simple concept. This is uh, low-hanging fruit. As I mentioned earlier, who do you love? You don't even have to tell me why you love whomever that is. Who do you love? And if you want to talk about your dating career as well, would love to hear about it. Me? Oh, my God. I, I just... I was, I was backing up some journals today because, you know, I, I used to keep a handwritten one and then I just figured I, I, would, I, got, I got good at typing because when I was a kid, we always had a typewriter in the house. My mother had the Royal, big black Royal desktop machine and then the brown IBM Selectric that went clack, 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 clack. I loved that thing. It was massive. It weighed like 50 pounds. And it just sat there, not moving on the desk. And she made a custom cover for it. Keep the dust off of it. And she hated when I would use it. 
because I would I would use up the ribbons. And the ribbons were expensive. But I'd be in there like clack, 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 clack. Just writing away. And there was something about it. This, this, there was something about it that I enjoyed. The mechanical aspect of it, as opposed to handwriting. Uh, and I, 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 you know, I've toyed with paper journals over the last few years, but it just—I prefer taking out the iPad with the keyboard, typing away. Somehow else doing it. That way I can read it. I don't have to try to figure out what I wrote. I mean, I don't have chicken scrawl, but you know. But I was backing up some journals today, and I, I, I opened one of them, and I started looking through it. And I started looking at these dates that I went on. You know, because you could search. That's the other thing about doing it electronically, digitally. There's a search field. You could type in February. And you could see all these Februaries. <laughs> and all these Valentine's days. And, uh, and I just thought, oh, man, the, 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 it was a minefield. It was littered. And believe me, I know it's nothing compared to what people go through nowadays with the, with the online dating. Friend of mine, we're going to hopefully see him when we're out in California. He's with this new woman. She's not new, but the relationship is new. And I said, so where did you meet? He said, where does anyone meet nowadays? Online. And I thought, oh, yeah, you know, never even occurred to me. And I'm sure if I was still single these days, I'd be doing it, too. I'd be online. But uh, I, I don't have to do it anymore. And I'm very, I'm very grateful. If, there, if there's only one thing I can express gratitude to my wife about and believe me, there's a lot of things, but that's definitely way up there on the list. I do not want to be dating. I don't want to be this friend of mine saying, oh, one more time. If only one more time I could fall in love. Know what it's like to fall in love. Number here is 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. If you want to find the Facebook page, fb.me slash call aerial view also have my own facebook page with my own name you try spelling it you try pronouncing it forget it it'll make you insane should have changed it years ago when i had the chance you know i did change it when i was like 18 19 in a punk rock band a hardcore band I just chopped off everything but the, the, the first initial of the last name. Chris T. That's it. Forget it. Done. And that's what it says on my Facebook page. I don't think you could find me under that. But uh, irregardless, as the kids say. As it says on the side of Joe Biden's bus. Irregardless. We've got another, oh, 14 minutes left in the program, and then I'm going to wrap this sucker up. And before I do, I'll play some of my favorite love songs for you. And uh, if you feel like calling in, give us a ring at 760-422-5528. 
Uh, but I'm reviewing. I'm still reviewing what we talked about. Let's see. The it it, it, we re- it really is like hatred is taking over, and we need more love now more than ever before. Uh, we also need somebody who is going to make, uh, dare I say, deep structural changes. And I urge you to support a candidate. Uh, whoever the progressive is, I, 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 I just don't know that right now a moderate. I know there's stu- there's a couple of schools of thought. One of them is we have to defeat this monster at all costs, and now is not the time to try something radical. And I say poppycock, also on the side of Joe Biden's bus. Now is the best time. Now is the time. This is the moment. America is a nation of pendulum swings. That's what we do. We run from one fad to another. What nation is more fad-obsessed than we are? And this fad, that's uh, what's going on right now, this fad will blow over too. And we'll be on to the next fad. You know what the next fad should be? Uh, Being humane to each other. And by that, I mean, uh, stop stop with this transfer of wealth from those who could least afford it to those who least need it. How about we put an end to that? The gutting of the middle class, the poor being locked into poverty forever and ever and ever. We used to have social mobility here. Now it's just a lie. And we've gotten so used to lying. We've gotten so used to being lied to. We don't even care anymore. I, I just, more and more, I start to feel like Howard Beale in Network. You know? Everybody out there says just, well, back then, when Patty Chayefsky wrote it, it was radial tires. Give me my radial tires and my color television and leave me alone. Right? But I'm not going to leave you alone because I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take this anymore. And I, I would like you to be as well. Now, whatever whatever form that anger takes, I mean, in my case, it's donating to candidates that I support. It's volunteering. I went to one march. It was the tax march. Look how that turned out. I can't say I'm big on the marches. I get them. I get why they're visually and, and you know why they're otherwise symbolic. I get it. And I wouldn't mind if you told me we're going to have a whistleblower march. We're going to surround the White House with whistles and we're all going to blow our whistles at the same time. I might be down for that. The whistleblower march. I like that idea. By the way, I own like a dozen vintage whistles. So if you don't have one, I could probably set you up. What was it? The Yippies when they surrounded the Pentagon and they were going to levitate it? Remember? We need something like that again. We're going to surround the White House. We're going to blow our whistles. We're all whistleblowers. Let's blow the whistle on this whole damn thing. Because this isn't good. It's not sustainable. That's the thing, too. This isn't what, what's going on right now. It's just not sustainable. We gotta, we gotta, 
pull this plane out of that dive. It's not going to be easy. But now is not the time for moderation. You're trying to pull a plane out of a dive. It's not when you're moderate about it. So please, do what you can. Do, do something with the anger that you're feeling. Because there is a tendency, and I feel it, I know it, to withdraw. To say, screw this all, I can't take it anymore, I can't take it. I've had it. But uh, don't do that, if at all possible. Going to give out the number one more time, 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528. Asking who do you love and about your dating career, if you want to share that with me now. 760-I-CALL-AV, 760-422-5528 on the houndnyc.com. It's Aerial View. Be gone for a week in beautiful San Diego, Southern California. I hope there isn't a major snowstorm while we're gone, but, you know, again, there's that list of things that I can control and things I can't. I can control my thoughts and my actions and everything else. No. Welcome to the program. Who's on the phone? What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's a good song, isn't it? Uh, Yeah. Isn't that a Burt Bacharach, <laughs> Hal David song? Very good. Yeah. Do, do you, I, I do you, guess. You, are you, what do you mean you guess? You don't know? I can't confirm. I wouldn't bet my life as it's correct, but it sounds right. And do you know who sing, sung that song? Uh, Dion Warwick or somebody? Uh, no. No. Why, so why do you like that one? By the way, did you ever tell us about who you love and why? I did not. I did not tell you. I think I know who this is. Is it Phil? Phil. Yeah. I Phil. How you doing? Thank you, Phil, for taking pity on me most of all, but thank you. <laughs> because uh, I, can, uh, I can count on you. You're like a true friend. And we've well, never really, actually met, have we? No. No. Well, yeah. I really do like calling in, but really only when I have something to say. I mean, I always want to contribute, but when it's politics, I just don't have that much to say. I love listening, but... Got no, not much to contribute. What, 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 why is that? Are you not political been... living in Portland? I mean, how could you not be political if you're well, in Portland? Well, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just an individual. I lived in New Jersey. I lived in California. I'm just this guy who's never been involved in it because it's always, it's, it's always seemed kind of sick, you know? Yeah, the, okay. The fighting, and it's also very complex, in my opinion. You know, I never, I never totally understood it in school. I never latched onto it. Mm-hmm. It seems like it seems like team sports a lot of times, and I, right. I don't like team sports. So, what are you a libertarian um, or an independent? What are you? What are you? What are you doing over there, Phil? If I had to pick, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I would have to say independent, I guess. But I never right. really labeled myself. Well, what the world needs now is love. Was written by Hal David and Burt Bacharach. Uh, lyrics yeah. by Hal David, music by Burt Bacharach. It was first recorded uh, by the wonderful Jackie DeShannon, who's still around, oh. by the way. It was released April 15th, 1965, on the Imperial label. Jackie DeShannon dated Jimmy Page, of all people, when wow. Jimmy Page was a session guitarist in Swing in London in the uh, 1960s before he 
joined the Yardbirds and then later founded Led Zeppelin. He was going out with Jackie DeShannon. And so we we might we both of us probably heard that song while it was in regular airplay. While it was still a popular song. Uh yeah, I don't doubt it. Um, it was well, probably you know when you're three years. I would I would have been three years old or just two headed to three years old, and it probably yeah. left quite the impression on me. As most things that Hal David and Burt Bacharach did, because that they knew how to write a song. They could write the living hell out of a song, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. that one still gets airplay, and it's been used in a hundred different films. And, you know, Phil, sometimes I like to try this mental exercise where I say, let me wipe my brain clear of everything I know about this song and every association and see if I can listen to it afresh, anew, with with new right. ears. And yeah. sometimes it works. Sometimes I, I'll do that and I'll be amazed. I'll be like, yeah, there's things I didn't hear in there before. There's there's something about it that I did not know before. And the subtext for the lyrics, by the way, which I also didn't know, is was the Vietnam War. I mean, how David actually spoke about that and, and said... You know, that that was one of the subtexts of the lyrics and the reason for light it, writing it. Who, And and also, it was turned down by Dionne Warwick. He said Dionne Warwick, but she turned it down. Oh. And she thought it was too country and, and too preachy. And oh. she later recorded it, but it was Jackie DeShannon, the great da- Jackie DeShannon, who, by the way, uh, amazing songwriter as well not just a, a, a great singer and you know dated jimmy page as if that matters doesn't really matter but she uh she was a songwriter as well i think uh i want to say uh what what song did she write uh whenever you walk in the room you know that song about walking in the room you know the one uh, i'm thinking about not walk on by <laughs> no no let me see if i have it I feel like it's in the back of my head somewhere. All right. You know what? I got to find it now because now I got to play it for for Phil, even though we're running out of road. So uh, if I can't find it, then sorry about that. But So I started you know, singing that because because Sheila B. was playing it on WFMU, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, and I did kind of hear crash because I don't think I have the associations you do with it. I don't specifically remember hearing it in any movies or anything like that. I've heard it my whole life, of course. But while I was listening this afternoon, I did think of the Vietnam War. Not not distinctly, but I had that general impression of that era. So I, I definitely related it to that. You did. Okay. Good. Very good. I like that. And who did it? Who was it that did it? You said Jackie DeShannon. No, I'm saying the one you heard. You said oh, Sheila oh, E? Sheila, yeah, Sheila, Sheila B. Sheila B. Wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard of Sheila B. Who's Sheila B? Sheila B. She's on WFMU. She plays, oh. She's from, yeah, 3 p.m. Oh, to 6 p.m. okay. No, no, no. I Yeah, I I, I, I wouldn't know that. I, I don't listen to much no. anymore. Oh, okay. of, of, uh, That's fine that i i i know i should i know i'm probably a terrible terrible person well for not it's, it's a great show and listening. you know what you can listen yeah. to it because it doesn't overlap your show when hers right. comes to an end I know right. it's time to let me play it. this for you right now and you may not hopefully you'll be able to hear this but you probably won't can you hear that 
I just put my ear really close to the phone. Ich hab nicht den Mut zu fragen, bleibe hier. Oh, just my luck. I have when you walk in the room in German. I don't have it in English. Sorry, Phil. Never mind. She she wrote this, When You Walk in the Room, right? Great song. Okay. And uh, she had a uh, cut on that in uh, 1963. It was actually released the day after Kennedy was shot. November 23rd, 1963. And uh, this is the song that you mentioned by Hal David and Burt Backrack. Thank you for the call, Phil. Hey, have a great trip. Take care. Is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little love. But the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, but for everyone. Lord, we don't need another mountain. Oh, it's still a good song. Yeah, I know. It's been taken over by the uh, Schmaltz merchants. What can you say? But uh, I'm trying to listen to it with new ears. It's kind of working. Kind of not. But this one's going out to Phil in Portland, formerly of Belleville. And to all of you out there, may love find you as it's found me. And uh, again, next Friday, I won't be here. There'll be an Aerial View archive from February 22nd, 2019. On Sunday, a new Hound Howl at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And then crashing the party right after that at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find the new Hound Howl podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Oh, uh-huh.